my review not gay enough <laughs> i was just thinking that that's a Could have been gayer. that's a norm mcdonald review from snl when he was doing on a weekly weekend update um for uh interview with a vampire oh that's really what he said <laughs> not gay enough that's wow. awesome and that's how i feel about this movie too not gay enough you know you're right you should say it but still very gay <laughs> oh oh that michael michael <laughs> like come on man are you kidding me david was in love with him <laughs> <laughs> And Michael, I don't think Michael was as straight as he was pretending to be. We all saw the George Michael earring. We knew what was going on there. Oh my god. Are we going to talk about the gay ear again? Because I feel like we have to. <laughs> Wait, it was the left ear, right? That's the right oh, ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gay he had ear. to get it in the gay ear. No, the left ear is the not gay ear. The, no, it is. It's I, the gay ear. I don't know. Because I, I have my cartilage no. pierced in the left ear because my mom was like, we can't put it in the gay ear. <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how I remember. <laughs> so, oh jokes on you, mother. The gay ear, like every tenth episode. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna keep forgetting, but I'm gonna keep bringing it up. <laughs> I gotta verify which ear it's on. I'm pretty sure it's in his left ear. <laughs> how many times have the host of Tipsy Terror googled which ear is the gay ear? <laughs> <laughs> My two most recent. Searches on IMDb are The Boys followed by The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we talk about horror movies and other things are optional. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, we had a hiatus, I guess. <laughs> Well, um, technically, an episode probably came out before yeah, this one. Yeah, so last week's episode we recorded, like, at the end of May, um, and then uh, got busy with other stuff, and uh, I just never got around to editing it, so I never released it. So I released it last week, and that's what you heard, uh, and it was about The Descent. Um, and today's episode is about uh the lost boys oh from 1987 i don't know i was just on i should have looked also i've confirmed all of the vampires have their left ear pierced which is just a miss swing and a miss right there you could have just popped it in the right ear no one be none the wiser joel schumacher knew what he was doing oh huh i don't know you know schumacher knew which one the gay ear was we all know it yeah, I mean, he was gay. I know. But Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Have he was, like, bisexual. Have you seen Batman bisexual. and Robin? You, you watch that movie and then tell me that man's not queer. <laughs> I've never seen a Batman movie. I will give you our DVD copy of Batman uh, and Robin so you can please watch the great. biblical perfection it is. 
Did you say you've never seen a Batman movie? Like any? Yeah. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. I've never oh, seen really? a Batman movie. Wow. Yeah. Please tell me you're saving our paths to be your first. I hate the way you phrase that, but like in a way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. Okay, so, anyway, we're back from hiatus. Wait, wait, wait. What? Have you seen Suicide Squad? No. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, that's technically a Batman movie. <laughs> Never mind. Um, uh, Back to hiatus. Yeah. Seen, never mind. You've seen what? I don't remember. No. I think I've seen a Superman movie, and I don't know if Batman was in it at the end or not. It did. It literally. I don't know why I even brought it up because it doesn't matter. Probably not. No. If you if you you would if know. you saw a Superman movie that was just about Superman, then he probably wasn't in it. No. Okay. Uh. So yeah. We'll <laughs> um, get down to the bottom of this later. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so now we're back. We decided it's time to come back for one we last <laughs> we know continuing you were podcast that's going to keep going. We you were dying without us. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so we're finishing up our patron picks from, I think, April. April. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Both um, The Descent and Lost Boys had a tie in our patron poll, so we decided to do both of them. Two of my personal favorite horror films of all time. Yeah. It's a very exciting time for me. So today's episode is about The Lost Boys. Um, uh, okay, so... I forgot how this podcast works. <laughs> right off the bat, can I just say what my favorite part was? Yes. yes. So, you know, the, like, I'm just jumping right to the end. They're doing that big vampire killing spree. Yeah. And the guy's, like, smashing all that garlic with the little meat cleaver. Yeah. That, in my mind, is what I see Sam doing every time she cooks. <laughs> Can I make a confession? Yeah. I never cut my own garlic. I almost exclusively use pre-minced garlic because I do almost everything else from scratch. It's the one thing I let myself cheat on. And I I'm gonna, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so much more convenient. I, I'm I'm gonna eventually get more strict about like, oh, if it's a sliced garlic or whole garlic, like I'll do it. But just for right now in my life, I'm like, I do literally everything else. I'm not mincing my own garlic. Yeah. No, honestly, you're right for that because like, is it gonna be any better or worse with fresh garlic? You know, like who knows? Who yeah. cares? Yeah. I'm not gonna notice. Probably not. <laughs> But just like, that's what I imagine. I don't know. I'll get like I don't know one of the good fellas in here and ask him. <laughs> he know. places the garlic so thin that it melts in the pan. <laughs> I'm never gonna do that. Doesn't fucking matter. But yes, I like that image of me. I imagine it with like onions, and there you go. <laughs> Cutting up onions. With I'm just constantly slicing onions. <laughs> Every time you get your veggie box, <laughs> just me and my onions. I just had to get that out before I forgot. <laughs> so, The Lost Boys, it's from 1987, directed by Joel Schumacher. Apparently, it was originally intended to be directed by Richard Donner, and then he was busy with other Richard Donner who directed the original Superman movies. Oh. With oh, um, Christopher that would have been very different. Um, well, yeah, he also directed The Goonies and initially <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen The Goonies, but Molly, do you so have comments on that? it would have felt like more of an adventure film, I guess. Go ahead. I fucking love The Goonies. <laughs> the Goonies is one of my favorite movies. Oh, and nice. Harish said one of those things that I kind of get really surprised when people say, but like a few people have told me recently, you've never seen it? No, never. 
have you ever even been in the room and turn on the TV and be like, yeah, Goonies is on, and you watch the rest of it? <laughs> yeah, Goonies is on. I think we have it. I have a three-pack of both Gremlins and the Goonies. Oh. Yeah, I've got huh. it on DVD. I've seen Goonies, like, probably 30 times. I've only seen it once. It's one of my sister what? Emily's favorite movies of all time. She loves that movie. She watches it all the time. This, that might be like a Haynes family thing. It's like a Goonies is on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the um, Blevins Hale family thing is? Is the Dark Knight Rises that's on? What? <laughs> is, hey, the Dark Knight Rises is on, and we turn it on. Wow. <laughs> that was for like two years straight. That's like all that ever played in our living room. Goonies could be on its last two minutes, and I'd still be like, yeah, Goonies is on. <laughs> no, we should watch it. It's one of our friends doesn't like the Goonies. I think it's either Sydney or Maddie. One of them does not like it and i think i'm leaning more towards sydney i don't want to accuse her of such a thing if it's not true but i'm gonna call her up right now (laughs) sydney i have no boundaries um was are you calling her yeah (laughs) i can hear the phone ringing she's gonna think it's an emergency no she's not (laughs) This happens for, actually, I've had a lot of unsolicited calls from you. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, this is not an emergency, but um, what do you think about the movie Goonies? Um, I have seen it. Are you not a fan? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I liked it. Is it the Pee Wee or the... Is it the one with alfalfa? No. No. <laughs> the rascals. Oh, then I haven't seen it. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Sorry, this was for a tipsy terror bit. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't think I've seen Goonies. Wait, you've oh, never even walked in the room and it was on and you're like, hey, Goonies is on. <laughs> what? Never mind. I had, I had a life update. I just wanted to share with you, but I can't share it. Okay. Are you, am I on a podcast right now? Yes. Yeah. I can, you can, like, we can talk about it later. We can talk about it when you're okay. not. It's a, it's a family thing. Never mind. Oh, my God. Okay. I've never seen Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to have called you. All right. just a lot that's happening right now. All right. Well, I'll hang up. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I should have called her in retrospect. I texted Maddie because I think maybe it's Maddie that hates the Goonies. Yeah. I just texted, hey, do you hate the Goonies? You know what? That's the appropriate way to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's doing right now. And Tom. like, I don't know. Tom's, Tom, Tom is, is trying, biting the laptop. <laughs> Tom is trying to unplug the wire connecting the soundboard to the laptop. So he's just trying to... Uh, like just ruin this podcast <laughs> good news maddie loves the goonies okay now that we're anyway, 12 minutes it in. doesn't matter <laughs> um so the original script to this so you notice how the title is the lost boys the original script it references peter pan yeah the original script was like supposed to be like a kid's movie like the oh. goonies type that's why they hired richard donner initially and it was like a, a a vampire version of Peter Pan, basically. And all the vampires were supposed to be like 13 to 14 year old years old um, and stuff. And they were all, it was supposed to be like a kid's adventure movie. That's and then Joel Schumer, Schumacher got hired and was like, no, we have to make it sexy. 
And he was and right. And he aged up all the vampires and and it worked. <laughs> no, what? absolutely. We have That's to be sexy. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they still have a kid vampire in it. Oh, sorry, half vampire. Yeah, there's the kid that's half, yeah. Hey, have you ever seen The Little Vampire? That's one about a kid vampire. That's really good. We should watch that. I love that movie. I have it on Who DVD. Who is the kid in that? Um, Jonathan Lipnicki. Isn't that his huh. name, Lipnicki? Yes, the kid from uh, Jerry Stuart Maguire. Little. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen either movie. Um, <laughs> so this is a train wreck. <laughs> um, well, I'm not drunk, but Samantha is drunk. Um, kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I spilled my drink, so I didn't finish it. Um, so I called it. I called it the Santa Car- Santa Carla Santa Carla sunrise, sunrise cause it it was bloody looking because I put maraschino cherry juice in it. Yeah. It was tasty. No, it wasn't. It tasted like nothing. Okay. Nobody needs to know that. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, so this movie, uh, The Lost Boys. Yeah. So Vampire Peter Pan, uh, actually, that seems like a cool concept. I would like to see that adaptation as well. <laughs> this movie's great. Love it. Wouldn't change it at all. But I would also like to see <laughs> Vampire Peter Pan because that I seems guess like a cool concept. I think about it, I mean, like... Because I, when I think about that concept, I'm like, oh, that's, like, really dark and, like, yeah. I don't like that. They're and then stuck I kids forever. Then, then I think about it. I'm like, well, that is the dark. Lost Boys. <laughs> like, that's what they are, kids forever. Like, yeah. In the yeah. And then also, like, their enemies are pirates. And there's the kind of, the whole, like, trope of vampires and ships. And they can't go on ships unless there's, like, the dirt of their homeland. So, you know. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yeah. yeah that's that's no a plot point to. in yeah Dracula. Um, oh shit! You're right. He needs like the 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 coffin full of dirt to get on the ship. We just watched that shitty BBC miniseries pretty <laughs> recently. It's fresh. The lore is in the mind. It's well. I'll let you in on a little secret. I don't know if you know this, but um, up next to magicians, um, it's like magician. No, it's magicians, vampires, and pirates are all the types of people I think are hot. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Is that form. the definitive ranking? <laughs> no, no. Obviously, it's like pirates are number one. No, I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. What? I get it, though. I, you know, I get it. You know, we've all seen Pirates of the Caribbean. We've been I, there. I just think about how hot a vampire pirate would be, and I checked out. <laughs> oh my god, can we make a movie called Vampirates? Yeah. Yeah. Pirates, yes. There's no way that hasn't been done. That's genius. Well, it's like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, They're undead. Well, no, but like the one dude has to like walk on land with his feet in buckets of water because he can't be off of the sea, you yeah. know? Oh, it's uh, the opposite yeah. for a vampire pirate. <laughs> has to walk around on the ship in like a bucket full of dirt. dirt. <laughs> it's just like, it, it is a children's book series, but um, I'm going to ignore that and then yeah. make whatever movie I want to <laughs> make. It's fine. You just like buy the rights and then you're in the clear. What's it going to cost? Two dollars? <laughs> 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 um, so, okay. So, The Lost Boys. Uh, this, uh, so the, the movie opens, uh, I mean, it opens with the security card guard dying, but then, like, these people, this family moves in. You skipped that it opens with the most beautiful 
song and like swooping crane camera shit. Oh yeah. And then into the security guard. I'm sorry. The opening of this film is gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Anyways, continue. Um. Uh. These two kids and their mom. Their mom just got divorced, and they they're moving in with their grandpa who lives in Santa Carla. The murder um, capital of the world. The murder capital of the world. The the grandpa has a quote where the younger kid is like, "Did are you saying we moved to the murder capital of the world? And then the gr- grandpa's like, um, let me just say, if all the corpses buried here were to stand up all at once, we'd have one hell of a population problem. <laughs> but like, isn't that true of any city? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, people die... Even if they're not murdered. There are cemeteries everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love the town that this is set in, too, with its, like, carnival boardwalk. If, like... People are, if kids are getting murdered and going missing and shit all the time, like, you think the boardwalk would be a little less, like, crazy. Thomas. Yeah. No, man, it was 87. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just moved there, and the mom is like, all right, my, I don't know, how old is kids. he? 10? How old is that kid? Yeah, kids, like, 14, 15. Okay. I don't know, 13, 14. You know, run around, be free. It's the 80s. <laughs> and yeah, I'm oh, just exactly. baffled. <laughs> well, the city is basically Santa Cruz, which um, Santa Cruz in real life had, like, two, like, serial killers and... Uh, like during this time so it like was the murder capital of the world and like it has that boardwalk type that makes um, sense thing like i think the boardwalk all that stuff was filmed in santa cruz ah um i I love the contrast of this like awesome boardwalk like summer like in the 80s like lights yeah everyone's just having a good time and then you see all those like missing children posts i know right, with yeah the, you see the uh, what's the song the, the when you're strange people are strange oh my God. Yeah. it's the best door song it's called people are strange yeah. oh my god it's a door song <laughs> yeah that well, makes why there's like a the giant ass uh, poster yeah right <laughs> um, well in this movie it's like a cover the song that they play is a cover by some other band but the original it, song is the doors that. yeah um but it's cool seeing it like layered like she said like you get the shots of the fun and then you also get the shots of like it's like every other there's a new missing right. child missing poster, kid posters yeah. which is like weird because like in this movie you don't really see them like killing kids or anything but like in the beginning it's very much implied that like kids are getting right got lots of kids are dying in this town or disappearing, disappearing in this yeah. town thomas uh, man, our cat is being a menace right now. Jackass mode today. Protecting <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, by oh, digging in dude, the trash. Last night, <gasps> we woke up in the middle of the night, and he was like making Yowling. so much. Yeah, he was like, um, uh, he was just like making noise as if like he was being attacked. And then we go and check on him and he's like staring outside our, like we have like glass doors to the outside yeah, um, and he's staring out there at another cat it's- and like trying to fight the other cat, like running into the, into the doors and like bumping into it and like yelling. I want to note that it took us fucking forever to build up the courage to like look outside or it felt like forever because okay at first i could barely see out and there's like a sock that our neighbor dropped on our like porch when they were moving in and i thought it was a snake oh my god and i was like oh my god he's like howling at a snake and i couldn't wait to turn on the thing no it was just this pretty tomcat it was like a little tabby outside but it was taunting him and i had to go like rattle our like door in our bedroom for 
it to run away but like tom was stressed to the max it was just the most jarring like thing to wake up to and it was just another fucking cat (laughs) anyways that was a problem i didn't think i'd have in my life back to the movie so they move into this town meet this wacky grandpa oh my god (laughs) grandpa (laughs) grandpa is like Grandpa fucks. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, he fucks. He he goes out every night. There's like the widow. L- later in the movie, like Michael comes home. Uh, Michael, who's the son, <laughs> the older son. Uh, Michael comes home like in the morning, and Grandpa looks at him and is like, "Oh, looks like I'm not the only one who got lucky last night." <laughs> oh my god! I love the grandpa. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, He's the savior. Like- that's his close. Like he like gets in the car with the younger son at a moment. Yeah, beautiful car. He's like, "All right, we're going into town. Got to warm up the car." And he turns on the car, like sits in it for a minute, and then turns off. He's like, "That's as close as I'm getting to town." Today. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. Also, did you notice like he kept just like like hammering like stakes into the ground like. D- there's one scene where it like cuts to him in between other stuff and he's just like doing work in the garden and he's just hammering this giant thick stake but like the pointy end is pointed upwards. I did not notice that. Yeah. I, I, I mean I know what you're talking he's about. He's just but... hammering it into the ground like on their fence. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Oh, he knows. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. <laughs> um so anyway, so these two kids, the two sons, Michael and Sam. Sam mm-hmm. is the younger one. Um, they go to the boardwalk to try to have some fun. <laughs> Michael asks like a random dude, "Are there any jobs around here?" And the dude's like, "Nothing, Nothing legal. legal." That's funny, yeah. <laughs> which is great. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, so like Michael sees this girl, this like hot girl at like an outdoor concert Who's... with this like oh shirtless guy playing the saxophone. Uh, it's a concert I would pay top dollar to be at. <laughs> I don't know what that guy is or what his deal is or who he is, but he, I am into that concert. He was like, he's like a guy from a band from some. He, he was, was a musician working that yeah. fucking stage. I have never seen like that's performance to the maximum that right. man was giving. Can I tell? You, can I tell you something? My dad told me. Yeah, mm-hmm. there used to be this bar called the Hey Hey. And um, it's the bar so nice they named it twice. And it's still open, I think. It's in Columbus. And this guy named Sleepy LaBeef used to play there. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he played the accordion. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. uh, uh, Double Bill, this guy, and Sleepy LaBeef. Sacked guy and Sleepy (laughs) LaBeef. Sleepy LaBeef, yeah. Well, I don't know if he used to play there, but he was on tour there. And my dad saw him at the day. (laughs) Oh, no, he died. Oh, no. Sleepy the Beef is dead. R.I.P. Sleepy the Beef. (laughs) Gone but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. Um, What the fuck is happening on this here podcast today? Hey, uh, you know, like, it's been a while since we've podcasted, so we don't know what we're doing. We're getting into the swing of things. Oh, my God, he died last year. Oh, we were so close. Ugh. Speaking of dead okay, people, D- Joel Schumacher also died this year in yeah, June. He did. Oh no, really? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. June it was is when really we sad. were gonna be doing this one. We, right. We held off in respect <laughs> for Joel Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's been a few months. Uh yeah. 
but yeah, um, Joel Schumacher. What it like? He's a great director. I I honestly like love Batman and Robin. Unironically, yeah, it's like so so campy and just so much fun. It's like one of the best. Um, like, because Batman is a silly thing. Yeah, at least it was. And now everyone's like, no, it must be dark and I'm all serious. that. And it's like, nah, dog. <laughs> it's like super fun when right. it's like funny. And like that movie like proves it. It's so campy. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. He's like Phantom of the Opera too. I've never and, seen that. And <laughs> arguably Colin Farrell's best movie, Phone Booth. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Phone Booth either. I need to brush up on my Schumacher. He also did Saint Almost Fire, which is a great movie. I haven't seen, seen that. That's with Rob Lowe, right? Oh, yeah. That explains... You know what drives me insane when the I watch... The big Rob Lowe poster? The Rob Lowe poster. He's so sexy in that poster, and I'm like, why is little Sammy got that Rob Lowe poster in his room? <laughs> What's going on there, little Sammy? <laughs> it was like... It was the Rob Lowe poster next to the Molly Ringwald poster for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what's uh, what's going on, Sam? <laughs> um, so did he have his right ear pierced? He did uh, have his ear pierced. It was left. Who, Sam? Sam's ear was pierced. It was a stud. The kid? Yeah. Because when yeah, he, when he, he when he talks to his brother, he's like, that earring's not like you. He's just talking about the style of earring, not the earring. Because I remember I saw his earring and I was like, what the hypocrite? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay. Um. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, Michael follows this girl, like, sees, she's, um, goes with this, like, blonde guy in this biker gang. Uh, and he's like, is that Donald Sutherland's son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, blonde, spiky hair, great looking dude. Um, Mullet, excuse <laughs> me. <you. laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um, uh, the other kid, Sam, goes to a comic store and has a nerd off with <laughs> the two guys who are there. Who are Corey <laughs> Feldman and Ralph Macchio. <laughs> is it that... Ralph Macchio? Yeah, I think it is. It's the Karate no Kid, way. I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty oh, sure it's the Karate wow. Kid. Um. So, yeah. So they... No, it's not Ralph Macchio. Oh, I thought it was. They uh, argue about be. comics. He talks about, like, why is this issue of Superman sorted here? It should be sorted with the 900s or whatever. <laughs> like, a huge nerd off. And then they give him this Vampires Everywhere comic, and they're like, you should read this. And the kids, uh, Sam's like, I don't read horror comics. <laughs> um, and then they're like, oh, it, it'll be useful or whatever. And, like, basically they're like, if you need help, then call us but pray you won't need to call us <laughs> they're so cool yeah it's great because like the kids are like so serious and at first you're like uh these these silly kids like they don't know what they're doing um and then they end up knowing what they're doing yeah and they are actually like good at what they do like they kill a vampire like no problem and then at the end they're like pretty competent in that final fight and like but they're still like silly kids yeah you know? like they're not they're, like, like take themselves it. like way seriously it's it's just great it's like the perfect for like that sort of kid character yeah. mm -hmm. i think i read in an article that um joel schumacher said like they were his favorite characters in like any of the stuff that he's directed oh uh, that's great. yeah and i also read that like um when he met Corey feldman he like told him to watch like sylvester stallone and like chuck norris movies and like rambo and use that 
as the character that he was trying to be. He did it well. Though. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely you can see that influence. He's like it, they're like just kids trying to be badass. It's great. Corey Feldman also in Goonies. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, so. I think sometimes when care like adults write children to be like smart and precocious it really rubs me the wrong way like i hate that yeah but in this movie like there is they don't it's like it kind of is in that vein but not in the same way that it's like actually enjoyable to watch because like it's like funny and genuinely well performed yeah yeah they're not like too smart they're they're like they're like a normal like smart kid that takes themselves seriously like Right. This is how I would have acted when I was a kid. And like, if I was like, if I believed in vampires and thought I was a vampire hunter, th- that's how I would act trying to be badass, trying to pretend to be Batman, you know? Oh, absolutely. And it's just like so realistic. It's like, genu- it's so right. great. I love that part. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, uh, so meanwhile, Michael goes and follows, uh, I guess he like catches up with the girl and like meets David, um, who's the head vampire. And David's like they like basically have a bike race, yeah, a motorbike race. Weird, un- like they don't even talk about it. They just kind of go. Yeah. Well, David's like he's like you don't have to catch me. You just have to keep up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> <laughs> so they go and then they're about to like like ride off of this like giant cliff when uh michael like turns and like stops before he like rides off the cliff and they're like oh cool you're cool like come back to our little hideout place oh my god (laughs) like honestly the hideout um i have like a running list of movies where i'm like i would have killed to be on that production design team and um the hideout puts this movie on that list for me it's so cool it is yeah it's like it's a perfect vampire cave. Right. It's this old resort that got kind of half sunk by an earthquake. So it's just like d- absolutely demolished. Right. <laughs> but it has like little caves that they like can go tuck away in. And they've like made little nooks and crannies beds and stuff. And it's. And like, neat. like, um, like hanging like, uh, sheets and stuff yeah. to block <laughs> off different areas. It's cool. Um, and Sam mentioned earlier that big, uh, Jim Morrison poster. Just okay. massive. It's like the first thing you notice. Like, where did that come from? It's so cool. Yeah. So big chandelier that's like crashed in the middle of the floor. Right. It's great. Um, so they hang up there, and I actually have a question. Mm-hmm. So they offer him food, and they're like, "Hey, have some like rice, have some noodles." And they turn the rice into maggots and the noodles into worms. That's something we saw in what we do in the shadows. Is that like a vampire thing? I th- it's so vampires can like in some like lore, they can like fuck with your mind and like make you like hypnotize you and stuff like that. And like they talk about it while we do in the shadows. They hypnotize. It's just like a kind of hypnosis where he's like, you're eating maggots and then right. he sees the maggots. Um but what we do in the shadows, that is like a direct reference. Reference to this. Oh, to yeah. Lost Boys? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Th- and that make that makes more sense. Right. <laughs> like a, okay. In the Paschetti. <laughs> Paschetti. <laughs> I think my favorite line in this is like um when he hands him the rice, David's like, Oh, you don't like rice? How can a billion Chinese people be wrong? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I when I was um 
in like eighth grade or something a friend of my mom's we were like eating chinese food and she got noodles and i was like how could you like want noodles instead of rice and she didn't tell me what movie it was but she said like oh this movie i watched a long time ago somebody's eating rice and they look down and it's maggots and i just have never been able to eat rice since oh my god and like it's this there's no way it's not this movie that did that to her like she can't eat rice to this day because she watched that right like that's fucked up (laughs) and like we've all had that thought yeah Yeah. yeah. but like i'm so sad even before this movie like i i don't know but yeah that's a great part and i love that quote too right and then so they take out a bottle and he's like drink do you want to take a sip michael and then (laughs) the girl is star is the girl's name she's like no don't do it michael and he's like oh you it's blood it's not blood it's wine and then he just drinks it and then like they do like this big montage and stuff and like the way he's drinking it in the montage it looks like you know like when someone at like a high school party is trying to be like the badass who's getting shit face and is like dramatically drinking from the bottle like that's what michael looks like as he's drinking this he's like trying to prove how cool he is by drinking all of the wine because i mean he's still like what 17 or 18 like he's pretty young yeah so like it makes sense and i thought it was good <laughs> yeah i'm assuming they hypnotized him into tasting wine not blood. Yeah. yeah i kind of assumed he was under hypnosis the whole party until they got to the um train tracks yeah right. oh uh, iconic and so then they bike out to the train tracks <laughs> right uh and then they they like just like hang under literally just hang uh underneath the train tracks they go over like this bridge yeah and at first they like just the they just like jump down it looks like they're just falling straight down but then like michael looks down and they're just hanging underneath the train tracks um and then he goes down with them and then a train comes on the tracks which uh that like sounds horrible because like you literally can't move you can't let go because you'll die but also like that that they can't see like what's below what's below but then like the vibrations from the track that has got to like kill your muscles Yeah. yeah like you're gonna get so sore just from like hanging for like a minute uh man that is like the worst type of daredevil stunt like possible <laughs> and so then they all purposely let go yeah and they're vampires yeah. i don't know if we cleared that up yet everyone that michael's hanging out with <laughs> is, is a vampire. vampires and yeah. so they all have badass mullets and they oh. all have an earring <laughs> um, but they're all unbelievably hot <laughs> And one is Alex Winter, which throws me off every time I yes. watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's the first one. <laughs> he's what? He's, he's the he's one the... that they, they kill, they like, kill, first. Yeah. He's the first <laughs> one that they stake. He, like, I, like, you can tell it's him because, like, he's the one with the goofiest face. Yeah. Because I always, like, look at him and I'm like, his face is too goofy to be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> But like he's, he's always favorite of the background ones. He's sure. always like the first yeah. to do anything. Like right. when they're doing stuff, he's like the first one to go and everything. But um, so they all jump purposely, and then like they're calling the the train passes, and Michael can finally hear, and he hears that they're all alive because they're calling to him. They're like Michael, Michael, Michael. Michael. and then there's Michael. one final like very sultry. <laughs> 
Michael from David. <laughs> and then Michael, let's go. Because <laughs> he's got to go to David. Oh, um, my God. And then he falls. And then it, it's like next morning. It cuts to he wakes up in bed. And he's like, like as if he's still falling. He's moving. He's like spread eagle and moving as if he's still falling. Uh, and yeah. 2 p.m. It's 2 p.m. Um, he's the man. Mm-hmm. Right. And the sun ah, hurts his eyes. <laughs> so he wears sunglasses <laughs> and he looks good <laughs> i just think he's neat i think that he the first we i've only this is only my second time seeing this movie and the first time we saw it was at gateway and oh um i just remember being in awe of how somebody could be as beautiful as he is in this movie <laughs> like i just couldn't believe somebody could look like that <laughs> It's just like impressive. And then he pops those sunglasses on and you're like, wow. <laughs> Did you know that actor, um, Jason is in the Patrick? Alamo? No. Oh. Um, well, he is. His, <laughs> he is the son of the priest from The Exorcist. Oh, good for the, him. Like Father Damien, the like main priest who's not the titular exorcist. <laughs> um, so uh, it runs in the family, the yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, what's and so eventually all this other stuff kind of happens. Um, the mom is seeing this guy who runs like a is it video like a store. store? It's a video store, like like a blockbuster, but like you know. Okay. So she's trying to go on dates with him, and she says, "Hey, Michael, can you stay home with Sam tonight while I go on this date?" And Michael's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, mom." And um, meanwhile, Michael, not Michael, Sam's been hanging out with those frog boys some more. And talking about vampires and happenings and whatnot, and Sam's like, "Okay, whatever." Right. And um, then later that night, well, um, Michael's at home. He's feeling like shit because he's just been turned into a vampire, a half vampire. Um, Sam's up taking a bath. Michael in a bonkers. Like, why did they shoot that bath scene like that <laughs> long? <laughs> Continue. He's just it having was, a good you know time. What? Shit like that always bothers me. It's too many bubbles. Too many. <laughs> and he's like taking the time to like comb the bubbles through his hair and he's like singing a silly song. Crack <laughs> it up, Ferris Bueller. It's been done. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and then. Um, so like, Michael goes to drink some milk and then it smells awful to him. So he drops the milk. Right. And then he goes. Is he trying to go like take a bite of Sam? I think you he's think? like. Yeah, like. It's just kind of his first reaction to like, oh, I yeah. I think blood sounds good and this is the closest source. He like gets the urge to like, I, yeah, it's like one of those like, you know, when the vampire smells blood and like is hypnotized and drawn to the blood. But um, the dog who is in there with Sam, like while he's taking a bath, starts growling at the door and then like, I guess... I forget what happened. Like he runs out and then um, Sam runs out and then sees the dog like Michael's bleeding because the dog has bitten him. Um, And then they look into in the mirror and Michael's reflection is like translucent, which is cool. (laughs) And then Sam realizes that vampires are real and that his brother is one right and then he's like i can't believe it my own brother is a blood sucker <laughs> and he like throws a fit and he goes upstairs and he's like right. stay away from me 
He calls his mom, who's about to go on her date. He calls the restaurant and, like, gets the mom. And, uh, like, he's, like, really frantic. <laughs> and and meanwhile, Michael is, like, floating away. Like, he can't control his own flying. And he's, like, being, like, flying away um, and trying to grab on to the house. And he, like, grabs the phone and is like, Mom, don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so the mom, like, leaves the date and, like, rushes back home and then uh like michael and sam they're michael's like oh okay uh like i'll deal with this just don't tell mom and then he leaves and then the mom gets home and sam like plays it off he's like oh i just got scared by this horror comic that i was reading too scary (laughs) yeah and the mom's like you like called me like you seemed so scared and then he was like it was a scary comic. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, and then he, like, tells the Frog Brothers, who are the two uh, comic book nerds that he was talking to, Edgar and Alan, of course. <laughs> Great names. Um, Edgar and Alan Frog. Um, and then Michael. Meanwhile, Michael, yeah. I was going to say, meanwhile, Michael goes back to the vampire coven den yeah to spend some time with star <laughs> right <laughs> and i don't get why <laughs> is this the sex scene part yeah yeah they have this just this big like romantic sex scene and it's like hot right and it's like why now <laughs> like he's super panicked because he's realizing that he's a vampire and he like really needs her help and she's like i can't tell you what's going on but we're gonna bone right and so they do <laughs> yeah i mean like you know when you get when the moment happens <laughs> what imagine you do? being michael just getting wine dined in 69 by a whole vampire <laughs> coven that's just like he's out here at some awesome little like boardwalk town he's just living the dream everyone wants to be living i mean honestly it is a good situation i don't know why he wants out of this right i know <laughs> blows right? my mind like why you wouldn't keep this like i mean yeah i wouldn't sure, you don't want to be a killer i don't want to kill like random your family innocent people but like definitely you could find a bad person to kill and then become the vampire and then I guess his problem is because later on when they're trying to get him to fully turn and they're tempting him, they like slaughter those people. It's like graphic. You see like skin get peeled off of a head. Yeah. It's gross. We should mention these vampires aren't like other vampires. They're punk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's in a little bit. So... Or I so, guess it's kind of like... Well, I mean, it's the next night. But before that, the mom comes back home. Or, or like, oh. uh, Michael comes back home in the morning and, like, has this little conversation with the mom. And are the we mom's still like, friends? Are we still friends? Yeah, you can tell me. Is it a girl? No, it's not a girl, mom. It's a guy <laughs> whose name is David who's tempting me. <laughs> but um, Michael's like, oh, you don't understand. I think... Uh, something cool about this movie is like you get like the dramatic like teen angst like coming of age story but then there's also the little like kids adventure story which is like comic comedic and stuff um and the mom is just chill the mom is just chill (laughs) she didn't give a fuck um so anyway to make up for her date she goes to 
Oh, by the way, something we forgot to mention is when um, the vampires, there's four vampires, and then there's the girl who hangs out with them, Star, but they also had this little kid who also hangs out with them. Letty. Yeah, and when, when the mom comes home, she like sees the, the milk carton that Michael dropped. And is like, oh, why didn't you clean this up? Blah blah. blah. What you is left Letty the fridge on the open? Milk carton? Yeah, she she lifts up the milk carton and puts it on the on the kitchen counter, and like his face, the little kid's face, oh my is on that milk carton. Didn't notice that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, mom is trying to make up with this uh her boyfriend her who is also her boss at the video store. Um, anyway, so she goes to his house and tries to give him like uh, a bottle of wine, a bottle of wine. Right. And then like the, his dog, like basically attacks her. Who she knows very well. Yeah. Um, attacks her. And so she runs away and, uh, Sam is with her at this time and he sees that and he is read in the comics, uh, vampire. What is it? They have hellhounds. Yeah. The hounds of hell are supposed to protect vampires. So he talks to the Frog Brothers and tells them he thinks that um, that Max is the head vampire. So basically the way the vampire lore works in this version is that there's a head vampire. And then anyone who drinks the blood of a vampire becomes a half vampire. But then they don't become a full vampire until their full first kill. But if the head vampire gets killed before that, then the half vampires all turn into just normal humans again. And that's pretty, that's actually pretty common. Yeah. Stuff. Right. I buy that. Like there's, I've seen other stuff where, um. Well, yeah. In uh, Dracula even. Yeah. uh, Like Lucy drinks his blood and gets sick and dies and then comes back and then kills the kids. Yeah. Um, so yeah uh, and the whole like if you kill the head one that's that's a thing too sometimes right even though in some of them it's you die so it's tricky if, if you if the other if you die. kill the head it kills all of them yeah so it's tricky <laughs> um so uh so the frog brothers decide we got to test whether max who's the mom's boyfriend is the real head vampire so he comes to their house for a date for with the mom like to make up for the missed date and the mom like cooks spaghetti for dinner um and then michael of course is teen angsty and like is like walking out of the house uh and he opens the door Mm -hmm. oh oh oh, sorry uh wait what were you gonna say you didn't go ahead so um he opens the door and max is there with some flowers and do you want to say what happens yes so much um Can I be Max and you be, um... Sure, yeah. Michael. Hey, uh, it's me, Max. I'm here to see your, uh, mother. Uh, uh, since you're the man in the house, am I inviting me in? Okay, you're invited. Or something And I like walk that. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know who needs to be invited into a house? A vampire. Yep. <gasps> and then Max, uh, or not Max, Michael leaves. 
um and max comes in and then there's the whole scene where <laughs> sam has brought his two friends over for dinner, <laughs> for dinner while she has this date and so they go through um like awesome. a bunch of tests to see whether max is a and vampire it's fucking hilarious it's also so earlier in the movie like when he's when sam is telling them that uh michael's a vampire they go through okay so does he have bad breath and then he's like yes but uh he had that before (laughs) and then like um like is he afraid of sunlight blah blah blah, all the other ones so at this uh, dinner the first thing that happens is the mom like sniffs and the mom's like who has that bad breath or something like that? And then the three kids just look straight at Max, <laughs> the man, <laughs> expectantly. And then she's like, no, it's the dog. And then, like, like shoots the dog away. <laughs> um, uh, and then the next thing is like, well, yeah. I have a little bit of a gripe. So they're talking about all these, like, traits that vampires have. They're, like, long fingernails, which on a guy I think is kind of gross. <laughs> bad breath. And then they have their, like, there's this nasty foot shot of um, David when he's hanging by his feet in the vampire. Like, why are they trying to pretend like vampires aren't hot? (laughs) (laughs) Why are they putting all this work in to make us think that vampires are gross? Like, right? Because every other image speaks to the contrary. They're supposed to be alluring, and then as you get closer to them, you realize that they're dark and evil. Yeah. I'm not buying it. But I'm still into it. Actually, I want to note that I don't think Kiefer Sutherland is attractive, but when he goes full vamp in this movie, I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. Wow, okay. I don't think he's that attractive until he's a vampire. Interesting. (laughs) But that's just When you're listening to this, um, just know that uh, one person in the room thinks you're hot and would like to hang out with you. (laughs) I think he's a great guy. It's fine. He's the... He's the... um, What's that show that he just had on ABC? The the uh, designated, yeah, designated survivor. survivor. Oh God. Okay. Anyways, um, so, wait, you, you only think he's hot when he has full vampire? Yeah, the mullet helps. <laughs> the mullet helps. <laughs> I think you should get a mullet. Uh, I gotta. Okay, I gotta update my driver's license, and after I get that picture, I, I might do something. But I gotta wait <laughs> until I take that picture. Oh my God. Um. So they go through the test, bad breath, and then like they're like, "Oh, do you want some Parmesan?" And he, he puts a bunch of Parmesan on it, and how then he takes a bite. Smell that, right? How do you not smell that it's garlic immediately? But he takes a bite, and he's like, "Oh, it's raw garlic." They're like, "What? Do you not like garlic?" And he's like, "No, I I like garlic. It's just too much, and it's also raw garlic." <laughs> um. And then, uh, like they do like holy water they spray him like on his crotch or no no they just like spill some water on him and he's like they're like does it burn and he's like no it's very cold <laughs> and then i'm like kill the lights and so they turn all the lights off and then the funniest like literal millisecond they turn the light on and the kid have a mirror pointed at him straight at him and it just like startles everybody and it's just like a very chaotic moment and it's so fucking funny just to think yeah, about that shows up 
Also, this poor mom is just trying to have a nice date with this man she met. And, like, these kids are just ruining it completely. And they read it as, like, a, oh, he doesn't want a replacement dad. And right. it's like, no, he's harassing that man. <laughs> so that's a fun scene. Meanwhile, Michael is being tempted into trying to, uh, they're trying to get him to commit murder because... They're hanging out in this tree, <laughs> watching these people on the beach. That are listening to, it's something very distinct. Oh, I'm going to figure it out. Because I remember being like, oh, cool song choice for this scene. And I don't remember it. Like, oh, I, the soundtrack for this fox. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. good. Hold on. I mean, we can keep talking about it while I try to figure out what the song is. Yeah. And so they're like, Michael, Michael, come with us, Michael. Hey, Michael. Like, And then they kill all the people on the beach. Uh, and Michael is and they, just they like, like kill them. Right. It's gory. Yeah. Michael Michael decides not to. Oh yeah. It's Walk This Way by Aerosmith featuring Run DMC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what? Oh, that's so cool. Right. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> um Yeah, and then so Michael's not into it, and then he goes back home uh and star shows up at his house and like floats in the window while he's talking to sam and she's like uh he he like like i'm only a half vampire like um you were supposed to be my first kill that was 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 supposed to happen last night instead of us fucking (laughs) um we were too horny yeah but it's getting harder and harder for her to resist we Mm -hmm. have to do something michael so they decide to we're gonna end this and uh take out the head vampire who they assume is david um given that he's the leader and all mm. right so they enlist the oh my f- computer's about to die now i have walked this way stuck in my head Walk this yeah. way, it's hard being Great an Huh? Too. But like it was just like unexpected, but it was like awesome, you know? You know, unpopular opinion. I prefer the just regular Aerosmith walk this way. Something about the mix of Aerosmith and Run DMC doesn't work for me. I don't get me wrong, I like Run DMC. I like Aerosmith, but that song I was listening to it the other day and I was like, this beat just doesn't work the way I thought it did. I like it. I don't know. You're a big Aerosmith fan though, right? Oh yeah. What's your favorite Aerosmith song? I because okay so i always think that if i ever got to be on punch up the jam i would do an aerosmith song and i always try to decide what song it would be like i'm like what's my favorite one and i never can really pick i think it's sweet emotion oh that's good but um, it's in days and confused so yeah that that's a good point Sometimes I want to say it's I don't want to miss a thing because I just fucking love that song. But that song was made for the movie Armageddon, so I don't want to say that's my favorite Aerosmith song. (laughs) But um, also, fun fact, Iris by Goo Goo Dolls was made for the movie City of Angels starring Nick Cage. It was made directly to be on that soundtrack. And um, uh, the Armageddon, I don't want to miss a thing, was a direct studio response to the hit that how iris was a hit they had aerosmith make that song to be theirs for armageddon so i don't want to claim that that's my favorite aerosmith song (laughs) so i'm gonna go sweet emotion we can cut all of this (laughs) i think mine's love in an elevator i love love in an elevator i think i've decided that if i did 
on Punch of the Jam, it would be Love in an Elevator because that oh, song is just wild. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, so they get the brothers and they steal the grandpa's car. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about the grandpa's grandpa. response. <laughs> grandpa, we're borrowing your car as they're driving away. <laughs> um, That's so 80s precocious kid. Because yeah. what's the grandpa going to do at that point? Call the cops? That's his only choice. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, they go to the hideout and... Uh, Michael saves Star and Letty, um, and like takes them up to the car, uh, and the the two the three little kids go into <laughs> vampire hunting the the like little the cave underneath where the vampires are sleeping, and we see the four vampires um, hanging, hanging like bats, hanging like bats, asleep, and so they take out their wooden stake and ram okay. yeah so they say their their whole mission is to take out the leader and right. then they get into that cave and they say which one's the leader and they're like i don't know michael didn't tell us why would michael not tell you which one the leader is if you're about to go into the cave yeah. first of all second, David. second you're going for the leader and you pick alex winter <laughs> yeah <laughs> the whole lineup that's the who smallest you one <laughs> smallest guy there <laughs> Hell yeah. They even point out, they're like, I don't know, let's do the little one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so they kill him, uh, and then the other three wake up, and so they have to run away and escape. And, and it's then- gruesome. He, like, splatters blood everywhere, or yeah. whatever mucus shit that was. Yeah. Wait, they killed Alex Winter first? That's totally bogus. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we s- we've we never seen watch, those. We need to watch the series. We have the third one just came out, and um, it's getting rave reviews. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's really good. And that's serious. <laughs> that's completely serious. People love it. Right. Um. So then they get chased out by mostly Kiefer Sutherland, but they make it. He gets a hold of Sam, but then they pull him into the sunlight, and it burns his hand. And then so they basically have all of daylight to prepare. Yeah. So they the mom is going out on a date again and sam is like oh grandpa uh like old lady whatever uh said called to say that you were supposed to pick her up at eight at seven not at seven not eight and he's like oh shit i gotta go and then he leaves so the grandpa's out of the house they do this whole like montage of getting ready they like <laughs> they go to a church and like fill <laughs> their water guns in the little thing with all the holy water while there's like a baptism, a baptism happening. happening. <laughs> and then they they leave. They they fill um a bathtub and then like put the holy water in it. To, and a bunch of garlic. Yeah, and a bunch of garlic. Um, they have a bunch of steaks, I guess, in the in the basement or something. I don't know. They do a bunch of prep. Uh. And then the final fight happens and, like, the vampires come and attack. Uh, and it's intense. It's really fun. It's a it's a good scene. Right. There's the one scene. So the one guy, like, attacks them in the bathroom. They call that one the one that looks like Twisted Sister. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. They, like, push him into the um, garlic, like, water. holy water. And he, like, burns up. And uh, then it causes the pipes to explode. Right. Oh like God. blood the everywhere. That scene were so cool. That so is good. disgusting. 
yeah. it was like kind of like Cronenberg vibes, where yeah. it was like really gory and violent and explosive, and right? Awesome. And yeah. then Sam, Sam takes shoots. on one downstairs. He shoots w- with a bow and arrow, bow or and something. Arrow, yeah. And then it, he falls back into a like stereo, and so he gets shot with a stake, but then also electrocuted to <laughs> death. And I think his head explodes. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, sounds then, right. Yeah, it sounds about right. It'd be a lot cooler if it did. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the final so face off between Michael and David. Everyone's upstairs. Michael sends everyone upstairs, and then it's just one on one him and David. And then there's like this all this flying fight, and they're both full vamp. Yeah. Um, this is the first time we get to see Michael looking all vampy. Right. And they go at it, and um, they fly around, and ultimately. He the, get, he gets pushed into the like, grandpa has like a taxidermy room right and there's some sort of antlered creature thing right and Michael pushes David into the antlers and it kills him which I want to know aren't you supposed to get killed with a wooden stake yeah so wouldn't antlers just go through him and then he could pull himself off because right. they regenerate as been has has been shown in this film so there are sequels to this and apparently David comes back. And he survives that. Is Kiefer Sutherland still David? I don't know. But I, I've heard the sequels aren't that great. But No, I mean, you could just look at the uh, the cover art and know, <laughs> <laughs> know that yeah. they're not good. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but so, yeah, he does, I guess, eventually survive that. But for now, he's down. And that's when the mom and Max come home and from their the date. And the mom's like, what? What is going on? My house is ruined there's this dead guy and then like max is like oh it wasn't supposed to happen this way and he it's, turns this around this is my fault and he's a vampire turns out he was the head vampire and the kids are like what but we did all those tests and he's like ha 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 but you invited me in so that like makes all your shit useless if you invite me in uh and so they're like about to get murdered by uh, max max he's like Oh yeah, I, I was trying to woo you, Lucy, but um, but I guess I'll I still want you as my bride, even though all my like vampire children are dead. All boys need a mother. Oh. Bullshit. Right, and then uh, the 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 grandpa drives his truck in through the like wall, and there's a bunch of like stakes on top of the truck that like fly into um max and like kill him like a big like think like a giant like fence post right size steak right and then the family just stands there in shock as the grandpa gets out goes to the fridge and like (laughs) opens up a soda and takes a sip and he's like you know what i hate about santa carla all the stinking vampires (laughs) (laughs) which is a great ending line also, can we talk about, um, speaking of great lines, mm-hmm. when Corey Feldman busts into the house before the final bashing and goes, where's Nosferatu? <laughs> that is the best gender neutral greeting I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like also just the general attitude of like, oh, guy, kill your brother. <laughs> and they like don't feel anything about it. <laughs> Right. And then when um uh what's it Max is explaining his plan, he's like, Oh, the blood sucking Brady bunch. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. 
<laughs> yeah the the script to this is like very funny it's good there's a lot of like nice one-liners mm-hmm. i when i first watched this movie i was expecting it to be like a very moody teen film like right. I, I thought it was going to be mostly just a coming of age story right and i mean it, it is but like it's it's just a sleeper bomb of like just hilarious content right which it's really great it has a good balance between both of those it wouldn't be good if it didn't have it Mm -hmm. if it was like completely serious i probably wouldn't have i mean don't get me wrong i like moody vampire movies like let's talk about interview with the vampire any day but um this one works in its own right and it's really good Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah it's it's great i i really like really enjoyed this Apparently, um, so, uh, apparently Kiefer Sutherland broke his, uh, he broke his right hand trying, doing a wheelie, and then he, (laughs) after that, like, he was only wearing gloves to cover up his cast, and they had to adapt his motorcycle to be able to only use his left hand while driving it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there's some other, like, nice trivia. Uh, oh, uh, Joel Schumacher tried to make a sequel called The Lost Girls, but it never, like, panned out. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't tell me this. (laughs) Yeah. He knew what we needed. Um, I don't know. (laughs) What else? Anything else that you guys wanted to talk about um let me look at my notes <laughs> all i have written is this movie is so gay <laughs> yeah um i wrote i think this is the horniest movie ever made <laughs> right it's very horny especially there's a lot of those like like dream sequence not dream sequences but like like Dreamy slow motion montage. kind of montage where like there's overlapping faces and stuff like floating around and it's very like sensual uh and usually during those the it's just david saying michael's name over and over michael 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 i wonder how many like takes in the sound booth they had to do (laughs) of him saying michael so i read in an article that they say the the name michael over a hundred times and this movie is uh 97 minutes so there's on average more than one michael a minute wow <laughs> that's awesome that's what i like to hear yeah <laughs> um the only the, the only other big thing is for me was the, 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 the i'm stuttering the music in this mm-hmm. is just we've said it a hundred times but they also have this main track that comes in it's the opening track and it's the closing track and it comes in a couple times throughout the film and I think it's something, something, parentheses, The Lost Boys is the song. I don't know, like, what the full title is. But um, a big part of it is, like, this children's choir singing, Thou shall not fall. And it's very, like, biblical. Yeah. And then, but then there's also, like, I think during the sex scene is also the song. <laughs> wow. Um, like, it's used a bunch. And it's just oh, a yeah, really good, yeah. like, uh thread throughout like different moments of the song are used in different moments of the movie and it just like keeps the mood very sensual and very like damning and it's just good and then sprinkled in between that are just like hits from the 80s (laughs) just what you want to hear when you're watching when you're wanting to like set the mood for an 80s like west coast moody film 
But yeah, it's really good. I'm trying to like pay more attention to music and stuff and movies like this help because like they do a good job with it. That's so all I have to say. Should we go into our segments? Sure. Um what segments do we do on this <laughs> What are our segments? <laughs> what would you do? Yeah. If if you were in the movie? <sighs> Molly, do you want to sing it? Wait. Um what would Jeff do? Jeff, where are you? <laughs> in this movie. Um, I, I wouldn't fight it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, if... I, first, I guess we pick who we relate to the most. Um, I relate to Michael. <laughs> because I would also immediately go get my ear pierced on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> And then fall in love with somebody I see that looks kind of like a vampire. But no, like, if I was in Michael's shoes, I would not fight this whole thing. I would just kind of figure it out and make it work for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, for sure. Like, definitely, like, it, vampires, they have the best life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't like kill innocent people of course but like if if you like find like immediately would like look for someone evil and then kill them become a full vampire and then you're free like you don't even have to hang out with these murderer vampires I'm wondering though if they have like <laughs> in this like ver- universe it's kind of like a pack thing so like yeah. you don't really have a choice cuz right. like they seem to they have a tension with their head vampire which I can't I don't really know the full situation there, but well, we only see that once scene when where he tells them to get out. Yeah, and maybe it's a, like just for his image, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's like, true. Right. But then, like, because even Star didn't know, and she was like, "He's the secret that David's been keeping," and stuff like that. So, I'm just wondering, like, are they just trying to slowly build a pack to like run Santa Carla? Like, could Michael leave if he wanted to? But I mean, like, hey, I'll hang out. It's fine. Right. It seems tight. That is my dream life. It's just like vibing with some like punk vampires in right. some boardwalk town. Hanging out underneath the train. <laughs> yeah. Get you a coney and a spot of blood. Like that's great. Right. And pierce your ear. Seems like great. So yeah, definitely all of us are becoming real vampires. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, also, don't you, have, you have a vampire pact with your sister, right? Yeah, we do. We have a vampire pact. If one of us turns, we'll turn the other one. Oh my god! And we Please turn me. I will. I'll, <laughs> I don't I'll even have to like, ask. Everyone, line up. <laughs> um, I want to be a vampire so bad. Me too. I rewatched Twilight tonight. Uh, Emily watched all of. She started with New Moon. She had just watched Twilight. She watched New Moon through the rest of them all yesterday. Nice. Oh wow! Literally, I was like, "How'd you do that?" So what's the next segment? I don't know. I thought you would have this written down. Is it villain ranking? Uh, yes, maybe. Yeah. That seems. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Who's the villain? David, or no. Max? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Do we just put the Lost Boy Vampire Clan? I guess we could just say the all vampires. of the vampires. Oof, I mean, they're going to be pretty high. Oh, they're my number one pick. Yeah, I don't have to think about that. <laughs> Hold on. Don't we do a rearranging at the end of the year? 
Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to call them the Lost Boys. What year is this? 87? 87. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're my number one pick. So I had um, Art the Clown was my number one because he just scares the shit out of me. Um, and then it was The Girl, and then it was Billy and Stu, and then it was Freddy Krueger. And I'm just going to pop. We did a g- we did some good movies this year. Jeez, it's been a while, but I'm going to pop The Lost Boys right there at the top because I love them. Yeah. I have 13 villains. Yeah, because we left two off because yeah. of Antrim and um, what's Got the it. movie? I never can remember how to say it. We took a good break, like a long break. Yeah. Hmm. It's been almost four months, probably. Uh, you know what? I'll also put them as my number one. So my number one currently is Freddy Krueger. So right above Freddy Krueger is the vampires, the the titular Lost Boys, I guess. I got him as a number four for me. Number one, and number one for the rest of the entire series is Ghostface from the original Scream. Um, that's just, there's no beat in that. <laughs> then I got Freddy Krueger, because again, he's like obviously great. Yeah. And then the only other people that beat the vampire Lost Boys is the girl from The Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, who is yeah. also a vampire. She rules. So right. it was some stiff competition, but like, yeah, obviously they're top five. They're great. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I haven't seen this movie till now. I'm going to want to watch this movie every night of my life. <laughs> right. It's a great movie. So awesome. uh, what should we rate it out of? Ooh. <laughs> Boardwalk ear piercings. I was going to say earrings. Okay. <laughs> uh, left ear earrings. Okay. <laughs> out um, of 10. So I originally, when I first watched this movie, I basically gave it a nine. Um, I don't know what issue I had to not give it ten. So I'm just going to slap ten stars on that. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. I love this movie. I didn't have to think twice by, like, as soon as we walked out of the movie theater, the first time I watched it, I said, this is my favorite vampire movie. I don't even, like, like, nothing compares to it in, like, the way that it is. It's just perfect. So, yeah, it's ten stars. Oh, yeah, absolutely a 10. Like, this, it is a perfect movie. Absolutely immaculate. I'm going to be thinking about this movie till the day I die. It's so good. And I got, when we went to that um, Half Price book sale, the big one last year, Molly, yeah. I got this on DVD there, and it's how we watched it. And it's a good copy DVD. of, the, DVD of yeah. the movie. I'm really happy I have it. Nice. I'm going to give it a 9. Bitch. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Harish. We're never gonna get a what do we call it? Top golden shelf. The golden reel. I always think it's top, top shelf. shelf. <laughs> Sorry. Why I mean it's great. I... It's I mean, it's a great movie. I don't know. I it's just, just not a ten for me. I feel like Harish just you definitely You're... I feel like you would definitely be a vampire if you could, but I don't feel like you're quite as like obsessed drawn with vampire. to vampire lore as yeah. like maybe molly and i are yeah. like I don't i'm not as drawn to vampire lore as you are i know but i think you're past where harish is yeah okay but i don't think either of you are to the point where you think about it probably on a daily basis <laughs> no <laughs> like i am <laughs> 
a serious issue, guys. <laughs> this might be the movie that changes that for me. <laughs> it's just so good. Um, it's fine. So, recommendations. Uh, yeah, I jotted down a few. Um, just a few. Are we doing... Um, Sorry. Go ahead. Are we doing, like, based on this movie, or are we yeah. doing, like, in general? Okay. Let's based do based on this, on this movie. Um, oh, where did I... Just a couple of other uh, ones that I've actually... I think I've mentioned two of these already. Um, Interview with a Vampire. Very erotic. Not gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gay. <laughs> I don't know if... Harish, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Molly, have you seen Interview with a Vampire? Not yet, but it's leaving HBO this month, so I'm going to watch it. It's really long, but it's really good. And it's not like a vampire action fit flick. It's very, it's a long, drawn-out drama, and it is so gay. <laughs> like, it's incredible. <laughs> um, and Brad Pitt's in it, and he's a vampire, and it's great. Um, so is Tom Cruise, right? And Antonio Banderas. Uh yeah, and you I didn't know David Castaneda from season two of The Umbrella Academy was in um, <laughs> Interview with a Vampire. <laughs> they don't even look alike. Um, but it was, was it's a good line, down. but it's it's okay. Anyways, um, what else? Oh, uh, The Little Vampire, which is a movie about a kid who moves to Scotland and he befriends this other kid who's a vampire, and he gets to know that the, it's a whole family of vampires that are stuck and they're trying to. Um, there's like the special amulet that'll lift the vampire curse off of them and he's like trying to help them find the amulet. It's so good. It's a Disney movie and it is literally so fucking good. Um, so, but it's about being a young vampire. And then um, the other one is Fright Night, which is another 80s vampire mm. movie that is also very horny. Yeah. <laughs> starring a young Chris Sarandon. Yeah. Um, I have one recommendation that is kind of like different uh it's a movie called this is england um it's not a horror movie at all it's like just a drama it's about this kid who like gets involved with this like skinhead gang in england and at first they're like very friendly and like nice to him and welcoming but then like he gets deeper and deeper and like meets new people who are like more racist and, like, it's just mostly, a, like, a coming-of-age story about this kid who's, like, he's bullied and he gets saved by the skinhead group. But then he, like, learns that, like, there's racism. He, like, learns about racism and, like, has a coming-of-age thing. It's a really, really good movie. It's, like, a drama. Um, uh, but it's it's, like, really good. And I, like... I only wrote it down because I was thinking about while we were watching this, I was thinking about how this movie is also about like a kid who gets involved with gangs and then realizes that the gang life is bad and then tries to fight back. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> this is England. All right. I have, a, I have several. Um, I know what you did last summer. Mm. Just both take place in the summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> The Return of the Living Dead. Ooh, yeah. Both punk. have, like, punk shit, yeah. And it's also just a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, the Goonies, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Also, The Burbs. It's a great horror movie from 89. It has, uh, oh, I believe, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks yeah. and also Barry Feldman. I want to oh, see that. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen it. 
I'm I love the burbs. Can we do the burbs on this? I podcast? would love to. I've always sure. wanted to see it because the um poster intrigues me. I'm like, what's going it's, on here? It's cool. I haven't seen it in a while, so I can't give like the best summary, but it's a good movie. And then uh, my last one isn't a horror movie, but I would like to recommend Adventureland. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just for boardwalk action. Yeah. Also set in the eighties. Huh. Right. It is. I or 90s yeah i didn't know oh, i've yeah. seen it i just didn't know it was oh hold on like yeah yeah summer of 80 summer of 87 oh yeah. you know this movie happens nice uh, i'm trying to think if there are any like obvious vampire stuff that i mean like yeah there's dracula but like i don't really think it correlates <laughs> well, Twilight. no i mean obviously you should watch twilight but my recommendation is hook <laughs> <gasps> Ooh, i've never seen one. that it, it's good it's um robin williams plays peter pan grown up and like they go back to neverland and he has like forgotten about all of his when he was a kid and it's it's good it's a disney movie wow unsuspected uh amount of disney um, recommendations tonight yeah i'm good do we want to just do because like this is coming out at the end of september you want to do just like general, general fun stuff recommendations? Sure. Sure. Oh, I don't know what I've been up to. Hold on. Uh, we've been watching Psych. Oh, good. yeah, we have. Probably by the time this comes out, we'll be done. We're on season. You know, seven. Sean Spencer loves this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. They love it. There's a whole episode about vampires. Yeah, with Corey Feldman and in he's it. He's in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh my god, I don't remember that one. There's a bunch of vampire stuff. It's, um, you know Marlo. The, yeah. Um. The it's her origin. Years, it's her first episode where she like steals the blood. Okay. It's like a vampire episode, and like they go to this like vampire bar, and Corey Feldman is a bartender there. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah. Psych. Great show. Um. Very fun. Um. Uh. We just like the boys just came out today. Um. <laughs> And we we watched the first episode, season two of the boys, of season two, and it's uh, a phenomenal. It's show. pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited to keep watching more. Um, do you have any more? Mm, not really. That I don't remember of. when our last like check in was on stuff that we've recommended, but um, pretty recently, Harish and I watched this movie called Down with Love. Ah, uh, yes. Um, it's directed by Peyton Reed, who did Bring It On, and. It's got Ewan McGregor and Reese with not Reese Witherspoon, uh, Renee Zellweger mm-hmm. are the two leads, but it also has Sarah Paulson and Niles from Frasier are yeah. the supporting characters. It's so good, and it is one of the best. Like it is, I am so amazed that it took me this long to discover this movie. It is so fucking good. It's so campy and funny and like um, self aware, and yeah. it's just like very kooky. And uh, there's a I don't want to say anything too much because I don't want anybody to like be like waiting for something right. to happen. But like, oh, it it gets you. It's so good. Um, and then also like last week, Harish and I watched this movie called Charade. Mm-hmm. Um, from what year is it? I don't remember. It's the fifties. It's Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant, and it's uh, it's a whodunit pretty much. Um, actually, it's the seventies. Is it really? I think it's later than the fifties. Um, 
but like it's a whodunit her husband dies and then these people who used to be affiliated with her husband are like trying to get this money that he stole and her and Cary Grant are trying to figure it out but then there's like all these plot twists and like I mean when I talk about this movie gets you back to back to back to back I mean every single time I was like god damn it 1963 ah yeah charade but it's really good and it's Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant and I love both of them very much I'm like very deeply in love with Audrey Hepburn. That's a very recent mm. thing for me. Um, but it's really good. It's really funny. Um, what else have we... I don't think we've touched on this, but First Cow came out this summer. I don't know if we've spoken to the fans, but <laughs> I got to watch it on my birthday. I was very happy. It was a good time. I'm reading the book right now. Um, it's a very different uh, story. Like, the cookie storyline is the same, but the book also takes place in the present, too. and Or not the present, the 80s. Um, but it's first, it's just so good guys. First cow. Um, yeah, we haven't really been watching a ton of movies though. We watched, uh, um, what is it? She dies tomorrow. Oh yeah. That was good. That was, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say like it was amazing. No, I didn't love it, but it's it's fun. I mean, it's, it's an interesting movie. She, she dies tomorrow just came out it's about this like woman who is convinced that she's gonna die tomorrow and then she tells other people about it and then they all start to get convinced that they're gonna die tomorrow until it like just spreads like through the entire city and everyone thinks that they're gonna die tomorrow michelle it's rodriguez really comes in at the very at the very end, end just and it's, randomly. it's a great scene yeah um it's a very odd movie um what was the other Oh, um, also with books, um, I'm reading The Half-Life, which is the first cow book, but just now, I just finished, Molly, um, My Best Friend's Exorcism, and oh it my is God, what do you think? so good. It is one of the best books I've ever read in my life. It is, like it. isn't it great? I am dying for it to get turned into a movie or something, because it is just, I, it, I just like was so involved in it. Like I was looking forward to when I was going to have a moment to like get to read it again. That's how good it was. And like, I like reading, but I don't like reading that much, but it was just like, it had me on like the edge of my seat. I was like, what the fuck's going to happen next? It's, it was a recommendation Molly made and it was really, really, really good. Yeah. It's a great book. I think that's about all the media we've really been consuming. I've got a lot. Um, I have one more, but I'll let you go Molly. What's up? I have one more, but I'll let you go. No, no, go ahead. Um, uh, I've recommended this before, but the podcast, you must remember this. Uh, I recently just got back to where I'm listening to podcasts again, and I'm working through her most recent season, which is about, it's a 10-part miniseries profile on this woman named Polly Platt, who was um, married to uh, Peter Bogdanovich and, like, basically was the person who made all of his good stuff good, but she was, like, a hidden treasure that nobody really knew about um and he like claims that she didn't do anything for him but she did a lot and it's it's a really amazing series Uh, i would recommend listening to it all right very cool um my number like i've been listening to a lot of my favorite murder um that's been new for me it's a great podcast oh my god my number one rec is um barry on hbo (laughs) it's so good it literally changed me as a person it's it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's so good. Have you guys seen it? No. no. We will eventually. <laughs> oh my god. After Psych, will you please watch Barry next? Sure. I watched like it it's so short. I like watched it all in a day. And I just like couldn't 
So there's the fifth episode of the second season is like one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. Okay. It's incredible. And I like need to talk about it with someone. We watched a lot of movies. Um, oh, I finally saw Haunting a Hill House. Oh yeah. yeah. You liked it, it right? Great. Oh my God. And the new amazing. season's about to come out next, this month, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Next month. Er, September or October. I don't know. Oh my God. It was incredible. I like, I knew one of the twists though so that kind of ruined it for me oh, but sad. there was another one in the last episode when you realize this thing that's like always been true the entire series and like if you go back and watch it you can like see it it just like i started like tearing up it was really uh, really cool yeah. when it came together oh um, something else that made me cry recently was i saw the um nathan for you finding francis episode <laughs> wow. we've also been watching nathan for you I just I watched all of it through. Like I've seen a lot of individual episodes, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna watch the whole thing." Yeah. I saw Finding Francis, and it made me cry. It's wild. <laughs> it's so good. Because a lot of it, like especially towards the end, you're like, "Is this like a? Is this real? Like you I, don't know, you know?" No, it's great. It, that is one of the most like well put together pieces of like television I've ever seen. Should have gotten some Emmys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And then the part that really made me cry was when um it's during the phone call and it's like oh i have nine grandkids after wow. you like realize that like spoiler alert like go back 30 seconds and like pause if you haven't seen this episode um but when bill like you know that bill's like done nothing with his life yeah yeah you um, know francis has had this very full like enriching like life with a big family it that just like broke me yeah. oh my God. that was so good yeah um I saw my dinner with Andre and I wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Still haven't seen it. I only know the community episode reference. <laughs> Honestly, that's it. That's all you need to know. An American Pickle with Seth Rogen. Oh, fantastic. yeah. That's haven't great. seen that. I watched, I, I, the, how I watch movies is I look and see what's leaving streaming sites soon. And I'm like, I got to watch all of the ones that like won't get to see for a while. Ah, oh, that's smart. So I watched uh, Full Metal Jacket. That was good. Hmm. Suspiria, which was good. Oh, we need to watch that, damn it. Yeah. Wait, the new one or the old one? Old one. Okay. And then I can't remember if I've recommended this before or not, but um, Hannah Douglas' special, Nanette, was amazing. And her Douglas special was also really, really good. Oh, cool. I know a lot of people really like Nanette. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everything I've watched recently has been like some of the most life-changing stuff I've seen. Good. Not weird. You like how you'll watch stuff and you'll watch stuff and be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like, that's good, whatever. And you like forget about it. Um, but like recently, everything I've been watching, I'm like, oh my God, that like really stuck with me. Oh, um, I don't know how that triggered me to remember this, but we started Lovecraft Country, which is an HBO <gasps> show. It's so fucking them. good. We've only watched the first episode, but it's really good. Yeah. It's the guy from uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think it is. But it also has um, Journey Smollett's, I think is her name, from Birds of Prey. She's mm-hmm. like one of the leads, and I, li- I oh, like her a lot. So it's, it's, it's really good. And um, they don't hold back on the monster stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's not like illusions or anything. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's also, yeah. Monsters. There's also monsters. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really good. And um, there's a, uh, I don't know if I want to call it quite a car chase scene, 
but there's like this scene where they're driving cars and somebody's following them and it is one of the most tense scenes of anything i've ever seen in my life like to the point where after it was over i looked at harish and i was like my heart is like racing like i I haven't experienced this in so long it's just like scary as shit to like watch it yeah it's really good uh that's it i guess anything else no Um, happy to be back yeah can't wait to recommend stuff i've been missing that feature of life (laughs) you can find me at not a credit card and everything you can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference on everything. Um, I should probably pick a URL, but um, I'm a Midsummer Queen on Twitter, Molly Francis Haynes on Instagram, and uh, M-Y-H-A-I-N-E-S on um, Letterboxd. Um, and you can follow the show. Yeah. That's what you just said. No. Um yeah, at uh at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at gmail dot com. If you want to email us, Tipsy Terror dot R I P, Tipsy Terror dot W T F, Tipsy Terror dot P U B. Uh and also Tipsy Terror dot com. I forgot. Uh and those that is just like a single web page that links to all of our other stuff all of our other stuff. Um we're on Facebook and Well, I haven't Letterboxd. posted on that Facebook in um, forever um let's I mean, get off facebook My sucker posted, yeah letterboxd is super behind i'll get to it yeah um but yeah so uh that's it <laughs> um uh bye i guess i don't know bye, bye. bye.